Meanwhile, the Red Wings have been very busy over the course of the, the last couple of weeks between the, the lottery, the draft, and, and then free agency. Uh, Steve Eiserman, who I, I think has, has come up for air, I'm surprised <laughs> he's got a minute to talk, has been very busy, especially acquiring Alex Debrinkit uh, over the weekend uh, to a big contract in four years. Steve, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing well, guys. How about yourself? Uh, We're all right. Mm-hmm. We, we didn't have to work as hard as you did <laughs> over the course of the last year. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, summer. It's a, it's... It goes against the whole nature of summer. Summer's supposed to be when you relax and you got to do all this work as a hockey player. Yeah, it'll quiet down now. Um, funny, uh, really, in in, uh, in hockey, June, June, and uh, June and the first two weeks of July are our busiest time with the getting ready for the draft, getting ready for a free agency, and then we have our development camp. So everything kind of hits you all at once. There, there's a lot going on, and and now uh, in middle of July here, tenth of July or so, it starts to slow down. So with, with all that was said and done, at the end, you, you saved one of your biggest moves for the end. You signed Alex DeBrinkett, who's a 25-year-old right winger. He played a number of years in Chicago last year with Ottawa. Uh, signed him to what in hockey is actually a, 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 a fairly big contract. Tell us about who he is and what he brings to the team in your mind. Well, Alex, he's a right-shot winger, uh, plays predominantly on the left side. Will play the uh, left flank or the left half half wall on the power play. Excellent shooter. He's a proven goal scorer. Junior playing junior hockey in the Ontario League. He scored. Came right to the NHL. Probably played in the NHL sooner than than we all expected, and immediately started scoring goals. Um, was traded to Ottawa a year ago. Um, played a year in Ottawa, and then uh, um, uh, you know we were able to acquire him in a deal night uh, actually. Um, but, you know what, he's a very smart hockey player, uh, Mitch. Uh, he can score. He can pass the puck. He's a responsible player. So I think he really fits in. You know, as you know, I've traded a lot of guys out uh, over the last couple of years. And uh, um, his, he's a young guy at his age. Uh, feel he'll be around for quite a while and, and really fills a need for us in, 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 in scoring. Are you mm-hmm. taking a route in general, Steve, of uh... – we have a better chance to win with a lot of good guys and really good guys as opposed to fewer good guys but a handful of phenomenal guys, you know, the superstar route uh, as opposed to you know, a flush roster? Well, um, kind of uh, I would love to have a team full of superstars um, or, or, or a couple of them even. Uh, you played on you played team. on one. You yeah. played on a few. Yeah, the challenge, you know, there's like the challenge is, is is acquiring those, you know, superstars or what your definition of a superstar is. The reality is the majority of majority of them they go they go first or second overall in the draft. We haven't had I'm not complaining about it is, but we haven't had a lot of luck. It's common knowledge. Right. We haven't had a lot of luck in the draft lottery. Um so you're not getting those guys at the top of the draft. Um, you know, got to get lucky somewhere down the line in the draft, and and we're pretty happy with the, you know, with the how the Red Wings have drafted, and uh, um, you know, with the likes of Dylan Larkin and Michael Rasmussen's turning into a, a pretty good player for us. Joe Valeno still has some upside, um, but acquiring uh, uh, superstars really the only way you ultimately do it is through the draft, and and most times it's high in the draft. Because in our league, the, the, the superstars rarely get the free agency. They get locked up to long-term deals. 
Um, um, so they never get there. And usually when they get there, they're kind of a little bit older where you, you start to wonder, geez, do I want to commit big dollars to an older player? Yeah. Um, so our, our sport is a little bit unique in that, that we just don't, you know, those guys don't come along. Uh, well, why do you think, so, why do you think that is Steve? Because in, in the other leagues, certainly guys leverage the fact that they're going to be free agents when they're playing well. If a guy's 27 or 28, you know, he's trying to already figure out, all right, I'll sign a big three-year contract so I'll get another one when I'm 31 and another one when I'm 33. And and you're right, hockey guys, for whatever reason, the team offers them like five years and they'll go, okay, yeah, I'll <laughs> sign on with that. Why, yeah. why is that? Well, um, you know, I, I don't I don't know the CBAs and the other sports well enough to, to uh, – say what happens in their games but in ours you know our, our players have three-year entry-level contracts there they become they can become unrestricted free agents after seven years of service or i think the age of 27 whichever comes first so teams generally you know there's one of two things happen when you come out of your entry-level contract your first three-year contract um either they they call it a bridge a bridge deal basically bridges you to that uh it's a short-term deal that takes you to the big deal uh, when you get a little bit older, maybe if you haven't established yourself yet. Uh, um, but so, you know, somewhere if, if they're the top players, the trend has been the top young players coming out of entry level, you know, they're offering these kids somewhere, you know, anywhere from seven to $9 million a year times, times seven and eight years. So these kids are at 21, 22 years of age, looking at eight years at seven, eight, nine million dollars a year, seventy, eighty million dollars. It's tough to pass that up. And yeah. then the other kids, you know, uh, that do the bridge deals that coming out at say 24 and 25, you know, you're throwing eight years at some of these guys. They haven't made relatively big, big money, and they're looking at eight years again at you know anywhere is seven to nine, ten, eleven million dollars, twelve million for the superstars. It's it's tough to pass that up. They're getting yeah. seven and eight years of guaranteed money. Um, so that's why it's just, you know, it's easy to say, hey, I'm going to wait two or three more years and hit free agency. Usually they're happy in the place they're playing, and, and they're staring at a whole whack of money, and it's hard to pass that up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you said, you said it just two sentences ago. Usually they're happy where they're playing. Hockey players tend to be happier i think just right. playing hockey period right. as opposed to you know i don't know the nba by comparison everybody seems like oh, i've been here for three months time, time to go. find another team time to go. Yeah. Yeah, and then get big mm-hmm. money someplace else are you are you content with between the between the draft all the young guys that you've drafted over the last few years i think you're, you're now either starting or just reached five years from when you arrived and everybody here remembers when Steve Eiserman came to town and said, and everybody got real excited and said, Oh, we're all going to win on a Stanley cup. And you were the first person to say, patience, patience, patience. You're at five years with the patience. Are you at the point where you now expect this team to be in the playoffs? No, I wouldn't say that. I would love to be in the playoffs, Mitch. This is, uh, I think this is the start of my fifth season as the manager of the Red Wings. Um, I'm hoping we're inching closer. I think if a lot of things go well, we have a chance to make the playoffs. But, um, you know, I, I, today I look at it, you know, what we did in our offseason. Um, again, our plan, my, you know, th- the big picture is I'm trying to build a nucleus of a team that is going to compete for a Stanley Cup and be a, a nucleus that's going to be there for, for you know, a, a, a window, how long that window is there. Uh, you never really know, but we're not just, just trying to make the playoffs one year, get in, and, and while we get on a magical run, I'm trying to build a, uh, a, 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 
a good core of players that are going to be the core that's going to compete for a Stanley Cup for a significant period of time. Is that a five or seven year window? I I don't really know, but we're still building that core. Um, and in turn, in free agency, once when you know we we let some uh, of our own pending free agents go, uh, we traded a couple guys at the deadline. We have to fill those roster spots. So we're we're one we're trying to fill those roster spots with the best players we can to help help the core that we have um, uh, continue to improve, continue to build towards becoming a playoff team. Um, today, I, I like to think. Uh, that that we have upgraded our team from last year. I think we're a little bigger. I think we're a little deeper. Um, we have a little bit more balance uh, as far as right shots, left shots for for special teams. Uh, another centerman and JT Comfer. So I, I I think we're slowly making progress. Um, and and I'm gonna kind of stick with this plan in, in acquiring Alex. He's a young guy. We give up uh, uh, we give up a couple of draft choices, a couple of uh, players, but. We think at his age, uh, what he provides can can potentially speed up the process a little bit, as opposed to, you know, if if the first round that we give up, we don't know what that pick is going to be yet. But if it's a mid to late first round pick, um, that player, you know, historically isn't playing for three to five years. That we got a, a guy that potentially, even though he signed a four year contract, could potentially be with us for ten to twelve more years. Um, which would be which oh. would be a home run for us, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Steve, case, when you so. sign a hometown guy, like in some sports, it's best to give guys away from town, you know, their hometown because of whatever and whatever. Yep. But in hockey, when you do you think about that when you sign your hometown kids? And in hockey, is it different? I uh, Kenny, absolutely. You know, like I think it takes, um, you know, the right the right personality, the right character to play in your hometown because it it can be a great thing, but it also can be a burden or a distraction or or what because you got a lot going on you got a lot of friends you got uh, a lot of a lot of things going on from outside the game and and that can take you away from um wh- why you're here you know and ultimately these 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 local guys that we have one i believe i believe they're really really good people high character guys that are very professional um they they do uh, you know dylan was drafted and born and raised here drafted by the red wings and has come up as the captain of our team and, and really has matured into an excellent young man. Um, and, uh, you know, the other players that we've just acquired, including Alex, they're high-character professionals. They've been around a little bit. Uh, they know the league. They're not going to get caught up in, in, in uh, you know, stuff outside the game. They're pros. They work hard. They're focused on hockey. So it's a really good question, and, yeah, we do take that into account because – it can be a distraction playing in your hometown. You got a lot of things going on outside the game, but mm-hmm. I believe these guys are hockey players. They want to play hockey. Uh, they want to do well. They, you know, and you know, so I think this is going to be a real, a real bonus for us. All right, looking forward to it, and uh, enjoy your time off now. Uh, and uh, before you know it, <laughs> they'll be coming on the ice in September, yeah. going up uh, Traverse City or wherever they go for uh, for training camp. So yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, we got a few weeks off, but I'm I'm looking forward to the start of the year. But uh, you know, there's still some things we do in the off season. There's some amateur tournaments that get rolling. It's kind of become a 12 month a year sport, like all sports. So, yeah. um, but things will slow down for us, and then I look forward to training camp, and hopefully we can, uh, uh, you know, continue to kind of uh, uh, methodically plot, uh, you know, continue to improve. 
Well, that big yellow thing in the sky is called the sun, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> haven't probably seen it in a while, but go enjoy it. Good talking to you no, as always. The sun Say is always Lisa. shining in Michigan. You <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. That only proves you've been indoors for a really long time. Say hi to Lisa. Right, Good talking to you. Thanks. you Take you care. Too as well. Steve Eiserman at 760 WJ.